I mean, these are the things that I think about. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy, O. And your girl, Rocky. What's good? So, hey, I hope everyone is having a beautiful Sunday. Yes. I know I am. Mm-hmm. It's a good weekend. <laughs> right? It's, yeah, it's a good weekend. <sighs> but I wanted to start off. Uh, today, before we actually started the episode, talking about my shirts. Yeah. Okay, because... She got a whole bunch of shirts. <laughs> as of late, like, I've been wearing my different, like, uh, either black-owned or, like, something about black history, black culture, our ancestors, something like that. I've been wearing those shirts. You're not always able to see them because we've had the, the computer higher up. Mm-hmm. So today, so we switched it up. yeah, today we switched it up and you actually see my shirt and my inspiration from wearing those shirts as opposed to, I just own these shirts and I was wearing them was like back in the nineties where they actually they used to do that like all the time. promote and encourage just subtly our shit. Yeah. Like, uh, Will Smith used to always uh, rock them in the Fresh Prince. Martin. Uh, Martin. Martin yeah, used to always be yeah. rocking stuff. Even Bill, um, Bill Cosby show though. That was. Give it up for the show. Like we we just can't deny you that. Mean Cliff Huff, who's who's Bill Cliff? Yeah, because they was wearing shirts and yeah. and it was all uh, living single too. It was all like HBCUs. I don't have any other HBCU gear outside of Hampton though. Need to I have like HBCU. Hampton it says HBCU, but not like other types of gear because I'm just like why. So yeah. now I may have to. <laughs> The standard of excellence. Look into it. But, um, but yeah. So, H, uh, show. And then see, check out the, like, previous live videos and see if you can tell what shirt I'm wearing. But, um. Mm, that'd be a good Yeah, game. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm just, like, in a, you know, plain colored. But I like to wear my shirts. But, um, as far as where I got them, maybe I should include that somewhere. That might be a good idea. Just in case somebody... Yeah. Well, Black Educated Empowered Excellence, and this was from a local Oakland um, woman who I met, like, at a Black Woman event, actually. Ah! Um, It's Beauty and Brains, but it's... Beauty and Brains? It's Beauty, or Brains and Beauty, maybe. Let me look back. I, sh- I was trying to look this up before the show started, but we were kind of running out of time. So, <laughs> um, No, it's Beauty and Brains Tees. So that's Beauty underscore Brains underscore Tees, like T-E-E-S, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, on Instagram. And yeah, it's a, a local Oakland native uh, store. So check it out, Instagram. Um, her website is www.beautyandbrains.com. <laughs> Sorry, beautyandbrainstees.com. So check it out. I got another shirt from her, too, actually. But anyways, on to the show. The strong, independent, and lonely woman. Mm. Okay, so 
Today's topic is a little controversial. Purposely, <laughs> try to get these views up. <laughs> um, no, before we like covering these topics because we feel like it get, engages a lot more people. It starts good conversations, and we learn a lot from uh, different people's perspectives. So please continue to comment, to share, and get involved in this conversation. And subscribe. No, get involved. Like we're talking about some SoundCloud. Good stuff. You know, take a listen. Mm-hmm. All right. So on to this topic which is uh, following the theme of controversial topics that we do. <laughs> uh, we're talking about women uh, who are single, who are strong, they're educated, they're empowered, they're, you know, doing their thing pretty much, but they're alone. You know, They are feeling a sense of loneliness. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you're, you read a book, um, uh, Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Yeah, Act mm-hmm. Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, right? And uh, you read that in high school, right? Yeah, my senior year of high school. Senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So I remember that book was coming out. A whole bunch of women were reading it and had that uh, philosophy going. That was that was my Bible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, right. Mm -hmm. Not only you. It was yeah. It was a whole bunch. So um. But do you remember stuff from that? That, so, that book though. I don't. Okay, the things that I got from that book were men respect standards, get some. And that was like the first time that I wrote down respect as one of my standards. And I was talking to a friend and they were like, well, why do you have to write that down? That seems like obvious. Like obvious. And it's like, no, it wasn't obvious to me. Damn. At that point, it wasn't obvious. Senior year of high school. I mean, it was getting there. That's why I was okay. like, I'm done with this shit. You know? I mean, that's real. Oh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> My knees are all up in the, in the yeah. way. I got like long ass legs, <laughs> lanky ass. That's why. That's I'm why we usually it. have it up. You about to see all of it though, <laughs> y'all. That's real. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. So you at that point were saying that you were just now getting to the point of like respect has to be. Bare yeah. Because guys were disrespecting me mm. before that, and I was like, "Why am I dealing with this bullshit? Like, I just need to." Put a boundary and That's real. keep it real. That's real. So, and you were where you were. Now you are where you are. Exactly, now. exactly. Um, so I, I learned that. Uh-huh. Um, what else did you learn from the book? They had the 90-day rule, but at that time, I was coming into my sexual liberation, and I was like, yeah, fuck that. Like, I'm a, if I want to, I want to. Like, I, this is me and my conscious decision. See, I'm not like women in the most regard because I can shut off my emotions, So, which isn't. A good thing, but when it came to like just having sex and not getting attached, it was it was easy for me. If you but you had to like know the steps. So if you were already a little bit attached and then you slept together, it's a no. You're gonna get more. Like what are you doing? But if there's none whatsoever, then hey. <laughs> so I didn't really agree with that chapter. And Tell then, me more about this. Nah, it's not this episode. <laughs> But now, we'll get to that later. That might be another episode. <laughs> Rocky tells her secrets about how to get some. Uh, I mean, her little tricks out here. Nah, it ain't all good. Like towards the end of it, it was like, <laughs> "What you doing?" But um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, maybe shit. <laughs> Although I got family who watch this. <laughs> I mean, I kept it real till now. So um, uh, oh. they. Ha- they had a strong, independent, and lonely woman chapter, but I actually don't remember that whatsoever. Um, but I, but outside of that, what I took from the book was Steve Harvey wrote this. Oh, it was by Steve Harvey. 
Uh, Steve Harvey wrote this for the man who was raised right, basically. The man who was on his shit and the man who, like, was actually doing something. But there was not a, a lot of ain't shit niggas out here. Hmm. And I was like, this book does not apply to them because they don't have, like, respect for a woman, basically. Yeah, the bare minimum standard. Yeah, like, so in that book was definitely, like, men were respecting us as individuals, hmm. you know? Like, he talked about, like, the sports fish and the keeper and whatnot, but... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like... So, alright, so you don't... Outside the book, I know we just, like, saw uh, recently, like, I don't know, oh, random, we randomly. Re- recently watched the we movie. We watched, watched yeah. the movie. What, you, what was your perspective on the character that Taraji P. Henson uh, played? Because mm, mm. she was basically that... You know, if the y'all saw the movie, she was pretty much, woman, yeah. she defined what that character mm-hmm. was. Well, um, I think they named her. Oh, no, no, no. Because each time the person, the the person who re- represented the chapter appeared, they did like a versus. You remember that? Right, 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 right. So for her, it was the dreamer versus the, the woman who was her own man or something. Something, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So that was definitely Taraji. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what are your thoughts on that character? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, it was interesting because I was watching this when I first ever watched the movie. I went to see it with my ex, so we were. Oh, I mean, no, no, no. Like we was friends. We was still, you know. But um, <laughs> but um, oh, yeah. So know. we so we went to see it, and <laughs> we were like which one are you type of thing. Mm. So I said, okay. All right. Yeah. I said it. I said, I was definitely Taraji. Like I was strong, independent and obviously he was my ex. So single, you know, but, um, and then I think the other one I could kind of see was, uh, Gabrielle Union's character who was her character. Um, um, labeled. I forget what she was labeled. She was with the guy. Who can't commit. Who can't commit. Yeah. But that really wasn't... I mean, that might have been a chapter. That wasn't one of the prominent chapters in my mind. But she was like the the woman who was living with the guy who wouldn't grow up, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm like, why did I relate to that? But anyways. Mm. This podcast is taking a turn, huh? <laughs> anyways. Mm. Um, <laughs> but back to Taraji. Um... I thought, yeah, definitely connected to her. And the scenes where she was like running on the treadmill and they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I like this. Um, <laughs> Steve Harvey was like, uh, you own your own home. Does he have to? Right. You have your own business. Does he have to? And then Taraji was like, yes and yes. And it's like. So is that really the expectation now? I mean, I know we're probably going to get to more in depth conversation about that later. Uh, is that really how, how, how like, the okay, thought process? Okay, so we're going to talk this, about this a little later, but I feel like now is a good time. That, okay, so let's, let's start with the ratio of black men to black women. Mm. Okay, so there's, there's usually an even stance up until you're a teenager, and that's where black men start drastically dropping. Um, just because of the cr- crime and death rate, cops, 
yeah. going to jail. Incarceration rates. Yeah, so it's just, it's, it's dropping. And then from the black men who are left, they have to go to college, usually. Because we're we're all going to college. Like, most of us, even if it's community college, like, we're going. Yeah, community college. Or some kind of trade school. Like, we're (laughs) doing doing something, something. (laughs) you know? Black women out here. Yeah, so. Love. Just love, like, ratio is just, and then who's alive? And by the time you're, like, out of school, so 22, it's like, well. And then, yeah, we're educated. Black women are the highest demographic that are be going seeking higher education. And in the most, um, the ones who are opening the most businesses, right? Yeah, the professionals. Like, we're breaking glass ceilings. We're CEOs. We're starting our own businesses. Like, we are... Doing the damn thing. Black women are doing the damn thing, let me <laughs> tell you. And... Love y'all. Sometimes, we are looking for someone on that level. Like... Taraji P in the movie. She was a C- the youngest COO of a Fortune 500 company and all that stuff. And it's like, like sometimes, okay, take who she was compared to, the dreamer, the guy who had potential. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why it was a chapter in the book. Holy fuck. That's why it was a chapter in the book because Steve Harvey was trying to get us out of that, of, Thinking about a guy who didn't have a job, was on his mama's couch, and is like, well, is he just a bum? Someone that's not going to get it together? Or is he someone who does have goals? It's just hard right now. In other words, as a a wise philosopher once put it, does the brother have active potential or Mm -hmm. does he have passive potential? That's their shit. Oh. Smart love with two T's. Two T's, please. (laughs) But, um, yeah, basically. Pretty much. So, he, if he's passive potential, he's probably just chilling, doesn't have any plans. Or yeah. Like that. If he's got active potential. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it's that ambition. And sometimes, like in the movie, mm-hmm. a woman can bring that out of you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. true. That's true. But that shouldn't but, be but, relied upon. But so, Yeah, sometimes it's like, I don't even want to go in there. Because right. we know we can. When, yeah, black women know that we can inspire a man to be great and be all that he can be. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, Sometimes I just want someone who has it already together. together. So. I get it. Yeah. The movie played on some true parts. <laughs> to answer your question. Okay. Yeah. So, outside of the movie, going into reality, mm-hmm. uh, um, how would you say your family sees you or prepared you to become ready for being someone who is independent and doesn't need a man in particular. So it was very interesting because my mother was married to my father. Right. My sister was married to my brother. Right. Both married. Mm -hmm. And yet telling me that like I should love being single and embrace being single and like I should live by myself and I don't, I like don't need like I need to get to a place where I don't need any man and I can do for myself and all this other stuff. Hmm. And it was it was mainly the single thing because I think, yeah, you know, I had some breakups and they were bad and I was you know feeling lonely and stuff. And they were all like, "You should love being single and stuff." And I was I was just like, "No, single being single sucks." (laughs) 
Because, like, at that point in my life, I think it was around college, I had to do the trial and error. So it was like, no, I don't like having to go out, meet somebody, I don't like them, and then I'm done. And it's like, and I have to keep going through guys to, like, see which one is the one. So they were all, like, happy, and I'm like, no, y'all don't know what the game is out here, like, what the pool is. Like, this is... Hmm. Especially, like, their age. Like, I'm young and can't find nobody, you know? So, um, so yeah. Yeah, I don't be thinking about stuff like this sometimes. I, I don't, um... It's, it's hard out here for y'all. Yeah. Damn. And all the time, oh, you be saying, oh, my God, there's, like, so many educated and dope-ass black women out here. And, and, and I'm like, and yes, it. and for you. Like... Uh, like my stand, like I mean, I gotta go seek. And I just love. The there's men. so many. And then the black men are with black women, so it's like that. Oh. <laughs> I got another topic. What? I mean, some of them are with black women. Oh no! Do you want to do it? Right? Oh no, kinda just <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, we going with the photo. <laughs> so some black men are with black women, um but other black men are not. So that's part of the discussion too. Mm-hmm. That's a loss of the ratio. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you how do you feel about uh interracial dating in general? Especially <laughs> when it pertains to black men. First of all, I want to address how Black men being gay is not a loss because the wait, men. How do we, okay, wait. No, I see where you're going. Go ahead. Because the <laughs> men that they are with are also like I saw something the other day where a black woman posted that gay men are replacing us, like replacing oh. black women, and I was like, their partners also wouldn't make a good fit. <laughs> like, if you like men. Ain't nothing I can do for you. Sorry. So, yeah, like, do you over there? But, like, yeah. Like, how is that replacing me? I, I was never, like, there was a man and a man. If they both like men, there wasn't. How, how was I in there? I wasn't. So that's not a loss. Like, they wouldn't have wanted you to begin with. So Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> like, anyways. Um, but to interracial dating. I will say, yeah. And this is definitely another episode all in and of itself. Mm, but noted. that's very controversial. But mm. I will say, if he's dating POC, as long as they're not anti-black, I really don't care. But there are a lot of POC or women of color who are anti-black, yeah. like the mother. Ethnicities got some anti-blackness, so you need Most to be aware of that. Yeah. Shit, right? Like, <laughs> so, like, and a lot of, especially black women, but also black men, who are becoming more educated, are acknowledging the stuff that we we the help the hate we have against ourselves. So we're trying to like break that down and shit. So, if he's yeah, I mean if. She woke. By all means, go for it. But as far as the white women, I used to have a knee-jerk reaction <laughs> when I was in high school. 
I'm like, uh. You know? Like that? Not so much. Okay. But, um. Because that would be awkward if you just walk by somebody. No. So, what would, what would it be like? Just like a. Oh, it's like, uh. Oh. But it was showing your face. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was how I was feeling on the inside. And I was like, oh, it did appear mm-hmm. on my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was that was my first reaction when I saw black men with black women. And don't get it twisted. I said the same thing with black women and white men. Like, men be coming for us. I'm like, no, I react the same way. But, um. I haven't seen a black woman with a white man. Serena. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, around here. Oh. No, I've seen them. I actually haven't. Oh. Um. I thought I'd seen them yesterday. Didn't I feel you? like I did. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw a lot of black men with uh, white women. Yeah, I saw that too. I feel like I saw somebody. But anyways. So. Uh, later, I was like, I don't care. Because the same concept of homosexuality, like, they weren't for me anyway. Like, hmm. if they are attracted to white women, then I wouldn't want them because I'm definitely all pro-black and Afrocentric. Like, hmm. I need somebody who with me on the movement type of thing. So, I was like, well, he wasn't for me anyway. Gotcha, gotcha. So, but then it went back to the, no, no, it stayed there. Like, it doesn't matter. You're not for me. But when black men are with white women, and like degrading black women, that's what I find very upsetting. Okay, yeah, I agree. Like I don't understand that shit at all. Mm-hmm. Why do you need to denigrate black women to appreciate white women? Like, what's wrong with you? And you know, you came from a black woman. Like, especially when it comes to features or just like. Talking about getting white girls with a black girl's ass. Like, yeah, come on. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't get that shit. I don't get that shit at all. It's like you want to pick and choose what you want mm-hmm. to appreciate. It's like you're, it's almost as if you're doing self cultural appropriation. <laughs> you're really Basically. trying to just pick and choose parts of your uh, black identity that you want and throwing away the other parts that you see as insignificant or not important. Mm-hmm. When they actually are, you're just denying them those parts of yourself too. So I don't know. I feel like that's a lot of self hatred within those people. It is. Um, and I but, would call them motherfuckers out. Yeah, <laughs> but black um, men who just like white women—that's that's, natural. Do you? You can do that. You could like who you yeah. like. Do you? <laughs> but like. But the denigrating me, yeah. of, of someone else, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't get don't that. Don't do point. that. Like, do you boo over there? And I do want to put to rest. That whole love is love thing. Love is love for LGBTQ. Love is love is Ooh, not for spicy. interracial. It's about to get spicy. And this is going on to the episode. Just because you're attracted to who you're attracted to, yes, but you don't just fall in love. So, well, I mean, I guess that would apply with the queer community as well. But, yeah, you don't, unless you believe in love at first sight, like, nah, you choose. Like, I could be a, no, I'm not even attracted to white men. But, <laughs> But, um, that's how how much in it I am, like, (laughs) for the people. But, um, 
If I was attracted to a white man, like and white to at least one Channing Tatum. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But okay, so say Channing Tatum like wanted to date me. Mm-hmm. Now he or his and his wife is getting a divorce, which I was sad. They've been together since Step Up. But anyways. <laughs> Anyways, on to the scenario, yeah. So Channing Tatum come up in here, shirtless, all up in here, all dancing. sexy and whatnot, dancing all up in your face. What you gonna do? I would make the conscious choice, like, no. Because I'm focused on building the black family, and that is more important than whatever I feel right now for you. Like, I'm not going to get involved. And yeah, he, he said, I got condoms. No, because people... <laughs> The mind is very powerful, you know. Um, people get into interracial relationships and mm-hmm. then they're they fall in love. Like they get to know the person, they fall in love. But like, I'm not gonna get to that point because I already know what my values are. But that is an entirely different podcast mm. <laughs> episode. I'm interested. I'm interested to to have that podcast going because I need to pick your brain more about that. Yeah. But okay, all right, we'll leave it there for now. But yeah, you do you. Just don't devalue us. Yeah, I agree with that part for sure because that's it doesn't make any sense to do that. Anyway, yeah. uh, what's the next topic? We kind of went out of order on that one, but oh, no, yeah, it's all good. It was flowing. Um. Oh, also, I wanted to say about um the educated and professional black women mm-hmm. is that. We have this duality inside of us because we're feminine, usually right. by nature, and then we're in a male-dominated world, which we're existing and thriving. So you have to automatically so, adapt to it. Yeah, so we have both the femininity and the masculinity. We have both of that, and sometimes, yeah, that that goes into oh, and that also means we're waiting to get married. Like we're waiting till we're outside of school, hmm. usually. Break that down for me. What you mean? So like, so, like, go to college right after high school. Uh-huh. Not many black women are getting married from high school. You may That's get true. pregnant by high school, but you're not usually getting married at high school. Um, so, usually, it's college where the end of college, junior, senior year, people are getting engaged or people are getting married after college mm-hmm. or they're waiting till like, a couple more years after that. Like, 25, 25 and 26, I've been seeing marriage, like, announcements and pictures all like all the time so i feel like the later 20s is where people are actually getting married and buying homes together and stuff like that or having families within a marriage you know so women are definitely waiting longer Hmm. um to get married so like once we have our stuff together that's when you know we'll do that but um men are they gotta play catch up because we don't got stuff together Especially if they didn't go to school. Like, I won't say that you will not learn anything outside of school. Like, there are definitely knowledgeable people who read <laughs> outside of school and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I've met some. Especially out here. Yeah. I don't know, like, especially the, given the area that you're in. Like, mm-hmm. here, there's so many educated people who are not going to mm-hmm. uh, to a higher institution yeah. than learning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but. But that's, like, our elders. I find it amazing. Like, it's, it's well, no, some of the women. I don't know. I find it amazing. Like, I've met some brilliant have, people. Have you been your age, black men? Because all the people I've no. met have been older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
Uh, but yeah. So again, not on our like mm, wave. Damn. So that's a good point. Yeah. So we're and I'm then school, to, fellas. I'm trying. <laughs> in school, like you usually have to learn hmm. things about yourself and experiences. Like you're with people for a condensed amount of time, and like you just True. grow. So not only are we career wise ready, we're also like emotionally mm-hmm. ready. You know, versus. If you didn't go through all that experience, because college isn't just classes, it's definitely an experience. Mm. But, that's um, what really helps you grow. Exactly. And, yeah, if you didn't go through that, you <coughs> may, and you're not reading or, like, educating yourself in some form, like, you may not be there when we're ready to finally get there. So that's another drop. So that's why we're looking for educated men. And we're also looking for professional men because it's like, I need somebody. These two experiences have like, the results are seen to be growth. Hmm. So I'm just going to like quicken my options of having to sort through the bullshit of just, are you educated or are you professional? Okay, cool. So what is there to say about the, the the man? I know this is off topic, but I just had a thought pop into my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man who does have potential and is showing active potential. Where where do you draw I, the line? And where I does, think that's you know, that's moving. Um, well, that's what I wanted this episode to be the inspiration for. Mm. It's like if you still have that rigid boundary and you're still single and you know you. Ooh, should we, should we backtrack? Are we going too far? Yeah, let's, let's backtrack one second. Because <laughs> we got a whole bunch of stuff that we want yeah. to touch to touch on today, so we don't want to miss out on anything. Um, well, yeah, let's, yeah, that's that was that thought was towards the end. So let's let's all go right, back. We'll, we'll we'll come back and revisit this. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what I was gonna ask you, uh, oh, go for was what do you think about the idea of a woman? Like, she may not need a man because she's financially um, independent and mm. she can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. She may not need a man, but she wants one. What do you think about that idea? Not needing a man, but wanting one. I think that's beautiful. I think that's where I want all women to be. Because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, that's been the default for men. And in a sense, like, everybody desires companionship, obviously. We're humans. We are social creatures. Right. Um, But it's always been like if, let's say some shit happened Mm -hmm. where a guy broke up with his girl or something else like that, or he got divorced, he was always in a position where it's like, oh, whatever, the assumption is he'll get back on his feet. When a woman gets, like, her heart broken or broken up with, and the guy is at a status level or can provide for himself, mm-hmm. it's often seen as though the woman is going to be downtrodden for a while or she's going to be in, in the slums for a minute. Like, oh, you you missed out on a good thing. It, it, all the assumption is put on, like, the man is a prize. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or a, a staple. And I think it needs to be, not necessarily flipped, but, like, there needs to be a balance where women can just say, like, I don't need you here. I don't need that stability. I have my own stuff. But I want your companionship, and I want other parts of you that are not necessarily provided through my monetary means or anything else like that. You know what I mean? Like, 
actual leadership, you know, mm-hmm. not just leadership in like, oh, I'm, I'm a boss and uh, uh, I'm a CEO and this, blah, 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 but I can't like lead my family. You know what I mean? Like, can you lead your son in a lesson without beating his ass and traumatizing him? Or can you de-escalate a situation in public? Can you regulate your own emotions? You know what I mean? Like, if, if there's something going on inside, can you gather all the children to make sure that they're safe first? Do you, do you lead stuff like that? That That's different mm-hmm. than that other type of leadership. And that's what I mean with the switch. And I, and I think that points to the submitting nature because Ooh, when, yeah because uh back to the interracial relationships some of the reasons black men say that they're choosing white women oh, yeah, come, is oh. because they don't get all the attitude mm-hmm. and they don't get mm-hmm. you know they can just be submissive and black women are like i ain't submitting to nobody and i feel like okay don't submit to an ancient nigga like of course have your respect, have someone who is like willing to do the work, that active potential that O was talking about. Okay. Marla, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like if you don't need a man, then why would a man be in your life? And, and, and that's something that I just recently, um, heard my dad experiencing because my dad, my mom and my dad recently got divorced a couple of years ago and my dad's mm-hmm. dating and he was dating women his age who were educated professionals. And they were like, oh, let's go to the most expensive restaurant. I'm going to get the most expensive thing on the menu. And, like, my dad, he's good. He's not college educated. But he's, like, he went, he's educated. Like, yeah. he reads all the time. He takes personal development shit. Like, he he's knowledgeable. And, like, he's a professional. He's worked in um, IBM, Lockheed Martin. He works for he works for the government now, but like he's on his own shit, and so he's meeting women who are up there too mm-hmm. and intellectual, and like they're acting like they don't need him. So he's like, I I don't feel needed. Why would I be here? Right. And I'm like, I, I know, Dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> like black women, we have got to stop devaluing these men. Because if we don't need them, they will not be here. That doesn't mean that you step down and you hide what you're doing. But if you find a man who's doing the same and can appreciate you, then why are you putting them down? Hmm. And if your value is money, you need to let that go, honey. Because that's... Like, for instance... Back to the movie, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, when Taraji P. did get Morse Chestnut's character, who was also the COO in Fortune 500 and da-da-da, and he just went off to, oh, what did he say? Um, uh, William Warren Buffett. He was like, oh, duh, busy, and stuff like, (laughs) and he wasn't paying any attention to her. Yeah, he was really self-centered. Black women, that can be you. From the conversations of my dad's dates, that was the woman he was going out with. So it's like, and you saw how Taraji felt. My day was fine. Thanks for asking. Hmm. Good point. Damn. I don't know what to say to that. So sometimes you're going to have to submit. If you want a man, you're going to have to make him feel wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yes, 
you can financially provide for yourself. And if a man has a problem with that. Yeah, I don't know what guys are. Well, I mean, there are some. There are some. And it's like, all right, he, he don't need to be. And that's the other thing. I, I can't relate to somebody. I know. And that's the conversation we were having before this episode. Like, oh, man. He was like not knowing what we go through. Because like in my bubble, right? And I, I admit that I have a bubble because, you know, that's the first step to mm-hmm. getting outside your bubble. Yeah. Is, like, most of the dudes who I know who are, who are my friends are good dudes in the, in the sense that, like, they're honest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, from, for instance. <laughs> for instance. <laughs> Another one of my standards for a reason. <laughs> like, myself right now, like, I'm single and it's like any girl that I'm interacting with, I'm letting them know I'm single. I'm not really trying to date. If something forms, Cool. Um, and we can go from there, but I'm going to communicate honestly because I've come into the terms of how like sensitive of a person I am mm. and how much I do not like hurting people or getting hurt. So mm-hmm. I'd rather be honest and like let's be on the same page. And then it's like we got to go our separate ways. Let's go our separate ways. If we want to stay together, let's stay together. But uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, that's totally different. And in that bubble now that I'm in. All the guys are similar to and, me. And see, that that's what it is. Like, men are on our level, ladies. So you cannot be mm. putting them down. Well, some men are. More likely to be. Some still got some work to do, but they're more likely to be willing to grow. And it's, it's like, ladies, if you don't make him feel wanted, then he's... Yeah... Because I, I haven't been in a relationship like that either, though, where I haven't felt wanted. So, yes, all this stuff is outside my scope. I don't interact with women like that, you know? And see... And maybe I just don't attract that, or I, I just maybe. don't approach that. And I, and I think... Because so it's... Uh, um, like, in high school, I had the decision between the the good guy and the bad boy. And I often... Definitely the good guy. I often mistakenly <laughs> chose the bad boy. But after college, I was like, yeah, fuck that. Choose the good guys. And I think some women are so used to choosing the bad boys that they have like this brick wall barrier up. Or getting chosen by the bad boys. Ooh. Check out Ladies Shoot Your Shot and Shoot Your Shot Part 2, The Approach. Right, because as we talked about in that episode, most of the men that women talk to, they they really didn't have a choice. Like, yeah. it was, it was, only, the, guy it was the only the guy approaching them. Those are like the only people that you get to choose from. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a limited pool. Yeah. Think about it. And one, and one last point I wanted to make mm-hmm. about submitting to men, ladies, is at the end of the day, you both went out and worked. Right. You both were black in America. Mm. Each with their own individual Exactly, struggle. exactly. So when y'all get home, both of you oh, all yeah. want that sanctuary, that place of peace. If a man cannot mm. have peace in his own home, <laughs> why is he going to stay? That shit is real, though. I got something for y'all. I got something. Got something. Oh, shit. I don't even know what's going on. But, um, yeah, that shit's real. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Talk about personal development and shit. So remember how I was reading Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man my senior year of high school? I also took um, my dad's class that he was teaching, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, also incorporating some Dale Carnegie and some Dianetics, all at the same time. 
I watched this. It's the diary of a tired black man. Now oh. it's black men's turn to exhale. And basically, it's a documentary about how black men are tired of dealing with the bullshit. Hmm. So, so I definitely like it's it's like they're acting out like that that relationship dynamic, but it's also like he's going around to different states asking people's mm. opinions on the different topics and stuff like that. So it's a really good if you are a strong black independent woman who happens to be single, just check it out. See if you're doing any of this. Yeah. Hmm. So, in, from your perspective of watching that, what were some of the complaints that the men were? It's like dealing saying? with excessive bullshit. <laughs> like the, the, excessive the bullshit. nagging, nagging. the nagging, okay. the attitude, the oh, I need to check your phone and stuff. Like, okay, one, mm. if you cannot trust a man, why are you in a relationship yeah, don't with him? Dead that like that. Okay, but some You're women are on it, and the men ain't doing nothing. So it's like. You gonna keep pushing him away. He gonna wish he did something. <laughs> so, place a peace. Provide it. It's really necessary. Like, if you don't have a place of peace when you get home, a place where you can just really relax, and you want that to be with your partner because that's the person you want to connect with and be intimate with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody desires that. So, you on some level, you understand it. I guess it's just like ego and uh, wanting a certain uh, idea of what a partnership should be sometimes might get in your way. Like, you're trying to be Jay-Z and Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Like, on the equal, like, oh, yeah, we both killing it. Like, try to be both killing it on that emotional, intimate level. It doesn't always have to be about just the material things that can be measured in that way, you know? Um, That's the way I see the new wave of, of men and women coming together being. In a way of that way. So, in, in that same in mm-hmm. that same thought, what are your thoughts about black women widening our choice in men? Okay. Good question. All right. Um, so, when you say widening, I, 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 I think of black women being able to expand their reach of black men. Like, have you ever dated a black man... Mm-hmm. Uh, who looks a little different than what you're used to or who works in a different field than you you would used to even think about dating, like outside of your pool or scope of experience. So if you're a tech woman or you're a woman who's um, in that bubble and all you're dating is like some of these tech guys and they're like just not really treating you right, they don't really have a personality, why don't you try to date outside of your scope? Date an artist or date somebody who's doing certain things in that uh in a different realm. Um, and when you're dating, you're just getting to know somebody and you're looking outside of that perspective. And then perhaps you can see other qualities that you like. So those qualities that I was referring to before, kind of like talking about leadership outside of just the corporate scope or mm-hmm. the business scope, mm-hmm. you know, uh, gentle and kindness when it comes to uh, community. So if you're with somebody on a date and like, you're seeing him like you know pick up stuff like uh, off the ground or something like that, or just mm. uh, making sure that like if, if a, uh, like the little kids are like staying off the sidewalk, just little things like that that shows that he's uh, gentle and kind and and would care for you 
if anything were to happen to you, anything small would happen to you or your kid, your children, your family. So these are like little things that you need to look at um, that represent bigger pictures of character. And I think that's that's what we need to focus more on. So instead of your scope being all about the financial or all about all about the the business or the status or whatever it may be, look more into the characteristics of of what you want in a man. Um, overall, like that protector can mean protecting you in multiple forms. And I think if we break stuff down like that and you really break down what you want in someone when you get home, when you want that peace, mm-hmm. you'll get there. I just think we, we, we're so caught up in the material right now because it's, uh, it's easily seen as accessible. And the other stuff is a little more, you got to dig deep for that. But that's the stuff that's worth it to me. Yeah. I know, long answer, but you know, that's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. That's 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 the way I see them widening their their choice of men. What, what would you say women need to do in order to widen uh, their their scope of of what they see as a good guy or mm-hmm. or the guy that they want? Well, to answer this, I was talking to my friend Elgin, who about this conversation because hmm. I told him I was going to do this topic for the show and these were some of his thoughts when and and it's also interesting i should note that he's a bohemian he's born and raised in the bahamas he did live in florida for a while um but now he's back in the bahamas and then next year he'll be moving to atlanta so it's a different um right so it's a different perspective of like the dynamic of black men and black women because we were specifically talking black Americans so it's, it's interesting to hear his input on that. So he said, women are taught to find a man that will take care of them, strong, financially independent. He said the easiest way to look at it is this. A CEO of a company can walk into McDonald's, see a beautiful cashier, and in three months he love her all the same. A woman CEO would walk in that same McDonald's, see a cute cashier guy, and never give him a second thought. Then adds a, then let's add a layer. Let's say they strike up a convo and somehow he breaks through to her. Do you think she would give him a fair opportunity? Mm. So immediately, powerful women overlook good men that can be a suitable match, but may require her help to uplift and guide him to becoming who he's meant to be. He said that happens because of patriarchal and matriarchal structures set in place. They're leaving a lot of decent black men on the table because they have bought into a system that tells them that the type of man isn't good and ignores the historical destruction that is inflicted on that group specifically. Yeah. Damn, okay. Yeah. Shit. We be What's having this, some... Uh, <laughs> all right, Elden. We be I'll having some deep-ass combos. God damn. So, Yo, um, he broke that shit all the way down. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, wow. To, to comment on that, I'm like, ladies, how that's much so, time so of true. day that's would so you true. give a McDonald's cashier? Mind you, I've worked in retail for three and a half years while I was getting my shit together. So yes, I'm 26 with a master's degree in my professional career. But if I were to go into a McDonald's right now, would I even think of that? I mean, now I would, obviously. But like, he could be working on his shit too. You don't know. Go find out. <laughs> If you want to widen your choice of men. Um, 
And then when he broke it down, talking about the system that we live in and how disadvantageous it is for black men in the system versus black women. Mm. Yeah. Like. Because sometimes I don't think about that, too. Because, again, in my bubble, I've been privileged, mm-hmm. dog. So as, have as I. I have been super privi- privileged with both both my parents being in the household. Went to private school. Like, I didn't do all that, but I went to a white school. <laughs> Same I to, thing. I went to a private school. I mean, it was a private school in the hood, but that was the point. It was like the I promise before I... <laughs> 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 Anyways, no, nah, it really was. Like, we we were so... We loved those facilities. <laughs> <laughs> all these new kids from the hood at Benedict's. Y'all know what it is. Anyways, <laughs> we were so blessed to be at that school. Um, but yeah, it was like I had a good upbringing and I had so many opportunities and even even with all that, I had my challenges, like mm-hmm. here and there. Yeah. So, someone who's never had any of that, and grew up in a position where they were already trying to fight up to to get to the top, and they were already at the bottom. Like that's you got. I didn't to take that in consideration when it comes to dating, education, yeah. everything. Yeah, it's huge. And it's like, which is why I started opening up to not educated. And I was like, okay. You can be knowledgeable without education. Right. But then it's like, and, and I'm in Oakland and I'm meeting natives and I'm automatically like, I don't know. Because if you've been in one place your entire life and you haven't lived anywhere else or you haven't traveled anywhere else, it's putting you back into a bubble. And it's like, well, experience is what grows that knowledge and grows you as a person. So how are they going to relate to me? And it's even then I've had to like, okay, well, do I consider this? You know, hmm. so and and like I'm a therapist. I cannot. I don't have the energy to teach you how to express yourself emotionally, how to re- regulate your emotions, <sighs> and how to communicate. Yeah. So it's like I'm really just like shit, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It's rough out here. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I'm. That's why I like having these conversations and stuff like that because, as a man, I don't know what it's like, and I don't have the exact mm-hmm. uh, perspective that you you all have. Yeah. So, and especially like I said, I come from a place of knowing my privilege is just growing up, blessed to have the opportunities I have. But I think it's outside of my scope for real. I think you also have privilege in the regard that you went to Hampton, mm-hmm. so it was a lot of. Yeah, that's it was the other a lot thing. of educated Damn. and professional black women and a lot of educated professional black men. So you just know a lot of both and right. they're like getting married. So it's like I don't really know anybody who deals with that. Because the guys are good, the women are good, like I don't really Like I haven't dealt with that many like to be honest, like women from the hood that didn't make it out. You yeah. know what I mean? All the women that I know, like I don't plenty of hood. <laughs> but they all made it out and were going like they were the, the people they were like me like mm-hmm. they were in the hood and they did their work and they were like alright let me yeah. take it to the next step even if they didn't make it all the way they were at least like on their way to like college or mm-hmm. getting some type of you know something they yeah. were doing something so I don't I don't know that life of, of anybody that may have not been in that position so male or female what are your thoughts or your experiences with the strong, independent black woman who's in a relationship? Hmm. Okay, so the strong black women that are in relationships that I know mm-hmm. are uh, usually with the, the black men <laughs> that yeah. I know that are my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but how would you say 
instead of like the loud, harsh, devaluing, Mm -hmm. not submissive, not even receptive that the man needs to feel wanted, what are their characteristics like with their men, if you know? Hmm. I would say they're reflective. Mm -hmm. That's like the biggest quality, I I guess, um, that they have. Um, Yeah, reflect their ability to reflect on their the way that they're coming off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're not the ones who are like, oh, no, I'm not tripping like this. They, they're like, was I tripping? Oh, shit. Sorry. I just remember. I don't know if I finished my point of experience with traveling. That's privilege. Traveling is privilege. Okay. Oh. You need money to travel. So oh, yeah, that yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I was questioning if I should take that off. Because if you don't have money, you ah. won't have that experience. Sorry. I was like, I never finished that thought. My bad. Go I ahead. thought you did too. I thought, yeah, yeah but I was, was like, like I, weird, I, didn't, I didn't yeah. say that. So... <laughs> I wanted hmm. to make sure I, I got that point out. But oh, my but for bad. sure that is definitely privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So privilege. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. My bad. So yeah, I would say reflection. Reflection. Be, being able to say like, "Am I tripping about this?" Mm. Versus like, "I know I'm not tripping about this." That's mm. the difference. Because if you're able to step, take a step back and say, "I know how I am," like it's it's really just being able to admit that you are how you are. Like okay. Perfect example. It's just me. Watched that before. Mm-hmm. As a man who grew up the way I grew up, I'm sensitive as fuck, dog. I'm I'm like a dude who does not like to hurt other people. And in relationships, I need to come from that perspective and let the woman that I'm talking to know that. Like, yeah, I'm sensitive as hell. Like, I do not want to hurt you. I don't want to get hurt either. So therefore, I'm gonna be honest. And if you can be honest with me, you're gonna be fine. If you don't, I have boundaries. I have stuff to make sure that that doesn't come into play. But if I if I go from that place of knowing where I am, I can be reflective on whether I'm tripping or not. Like, am I am I falling too quickly for this person like I usually do? Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. Romantic. So, so I take a step back and be like, hold on, how is she treating me? Mm-hmm. That's the self-reflection that I'm talking about. So in regards to the women, if you know you're a strong, independent black woman, you don't have to throw all those titles away. <laughs> those aren't bad things. It's just accepting that you are that mm-hmm. and knowing that, oh shit, because you are those things, sometimes you might come off a little aggressive. So being able to reflect upon that, like, oh, did I come off that way? And then checking in with the man who has enough ability to have that conversation. Hopefully he does. And see, again, ladies, no one is saying that you got to lower your standards. Not okay? At all. I was with a guy when I wasn't with him. I was talking to him. It was like two months. Okay. And I was talking to him while in grad school, working on my master's, become a therapist. And we're talking about children because I bring these topics up because I need to know your response to see if I'm wasting my time. (laughs) This is when I was destination focused. But anyways, Mm -hmm. destination was marriage and kids. Okay. But, um... I was ha- we were talking about this, and he basically was like he wants his wife barefoot and pregnant for five years, and he doesn't want her working. She can have a part-time job, but that's it. <clears throat> I'm sure that went well. I said, you you do know <laughs> I'm in grad school right now. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> working, on, working on my mask. Like as we speak, I'm about, like, as I hang up. For my career. <laughs> I'm about to study and do this paper. <laughs> So, uh, so you guys are together to this day? He was to the curb, And then yes. the, the marriage <laughs> was set uh, this week. Oh, shut up. I'm so happy. I got my tux and everything, you know. Best man and shit. That nigga was cut to the curb so fast. <laughs> I said, oh, no. No, 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 no. And that's okay. 
some men are not going to be able to accept <laughs> like a woman who makes more than them yeah. or and and again it's not that you make more it's that you don't rub it in his face like nigga where are your money at you ain't get paid da, da, da. like that also reminds me well, yeah, that of um <laughs> tasha i think her name is tasha tasha smith is her real name but in the movie um tyler perry uh you might have lost me right there uh why that. did you get married or something What's that? What's that movie? Why did I get married? Is it? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why did I get married? Uh, I know those. Why did I get married? Why did I get married too? Yeah. So you know the the crazy one. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Her. She was. She had her own business. Mm-hmm. You know. She was educated, strong, independent black woman, and she was always devaluing yeah. her her husband. Yeah, belittling. Yeah. And even when he had a job, it wasn't enough. So, her. Don't be her. Okay? That's, like I said, this, these concepts are not unknown. Like this, yeah. yeah. So. But yeah, I would say that, man. Just being able to be self-reflective and and know that you might be, because you're so strong as, as, as you are, that strength can come off in ways that you don't want to come off. And you just have to know that and work on that. Be strong and courageous in the fact that you know who you are mm-hmm. and that the, because you are that way, certain things may need to be tweaked. And then use that same strength to improve yourself. Don't just like, oh, I'm this way and there's nothing I can do to change it. Like, No, you're strong, cool, accept that. And then if there's a way that you can better connect with others, others See how you can do that. If it's worrying about your tone day, or, or anything else like that. Like, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> you're single. These are the ladies I'm talking to. Ladies in relationships, don't talk to me. Ladies who are single. Right. You, some things to consider. Yeah. Now, I do want to say that you being single does not equate to you being lonely. Totally different. You can be very happy and single. I am. Had some loneliness. Dealt with I'm, ha- shit. I'm happy and single. <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's a thing. No, men are different. Like, That's why I, I had the grin on my face. Yeah. I got this <laughs> clock on me and I feel it too. Oh, Lord, and my baby fever is high, okay? Oh so, Lord the clock. But I'm trying to focus on connections and not destinations. But one way or another I'm having a child, so <laughs> different episode. She out here, she out here. Look. I'm proud. And he gonna have to accept the fact that like, yeah, you weren't around, I was ready. This future guy, I don't know who he is. I'm just like, again, I don't know who he is, so he's not around. And if I, if I, if I, like, yeah, I don't know when he's coming. So, <laughs> like, that's the other thing I gotta do too. Is like, um, and maybe this should be another episode. Hmm. Uh, consider talking to women with children. Shit. <laughs> I might have to do that. So yeah, that's definitely gonna be a definite episode. That would be a good because one. I gotta talk. That was not. That was still the last thing I was holding out for talking to men without kids. But it's getting there. <laughs> Same thing with women. A lot of women mm-hmm. have kids. Mm-hmm. A lot of great women have kids. Mm-hmm. I've seen some fine women who had had kids at the mm-hmm. at the uh, uh, emoji. Festival. And then I'm already getting into mommy mode, so I'm like, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> like, I know there'll be some adjustments. Dangerous. I know there'll be some adjustments, but 
yeah. Writing it down. <laughs> All right, well, that will be for next time. Um, oh, man, and we're out of time. Perfect time. Huh? Yeah. No, usually we go over. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? We actually in there? So, check out this, uh, whatever it is, documentary movie, whatever. Um, it's a film, so it's Diary of a Tired Black Man, a film by Tim Alexander starring Jimmy John Lewis. John Lewis. Or maybe it's John Louis, whatever. But, um, also, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, basically Harvey, the book, and the movie. I got that movie somewhere, too. Yeah, we watched it before. Um, y'all know what that DVD cover looks like. That's the popular movie. Yeah, so. I know. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, again, single does not equal to lonely. But if you are lonely and bitter, <laughs> just check yourself. Yeah. Do some well, so These are the, the, the pro tips for women who are, are um, very much strong, independent, mm-hmm. but maybe feeling lonely because uh, they don't have a partner. Sometimes that strength is the very thing that you need to control and channel in the right directions. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that you need to tame who you are. I'm saying you need to channel that into the right directions. Like, being aggressive towards your man when he's doing something wrong may not be the best way. Maybe being assertive about how you want to plan making sure things don't happen again or plan a way that you want to address him and speak to him so that you can communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. Maybe be aggressive and assertive in that manner. Mm-hmm. Just got to tweak the way that you use your power, ladies. Nobody's saying you have to give up your power. Okay. Fish out. That's mm-hmm. what I'm here for. <laughs> Smile love, baby. Tutu. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. Well, all righty. Thank you so much for listening to Rocky. <laughs> it's so real. <laughs> no, I was going to say Rocky and oh. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I messed up that one. <laughs> it happens. Well, thank you for listening to Rocky. And oh. On It's So Real. With your boy Rocky. And oh. With your boy oh. And <laughs> your girl Rocky. <laughs> See what I mean? This is what happens when we mess up um, intros, or we switch outros. up intros and outros. outros. Whatever. Because I did the intro and the outro. Did you feel me? Anyways, thank you for listening. <laughs> outtakes for sure coming, baby. Um, I love outtakes. Uh, I can't wait to talk with you again. Right. I do enjoy. We love this. We yes, love it. I love it. I love it. Definitely. <laughs> Um, it was a good conversation Mm -hmm. thank y'all for tuning in yeah and we'll see y'all next week we ain't going nowhere Mm -hmm. with more topics you see how we keep popping them up gotta come in gotta come in remember to check out SoundCloud and subscribe to It's So Real that's I-T-S-S-O-U-L real okay (laughs) check out our Instagram we do posts we do polls our Facebook for our Facebook lives. For sure. And uh, make sure you share. Like, we talking some true ass shit. Mm. If we not, comment below and let us grow, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> you know, a little something. Mm. But, um, but, yeah, share. And just know that we love doing this. Yeah. And we hope that you love listening. All right. Peace and love, y'all. Take care of you.